Cookville softball keeps on improving. The York baseball team secures the number two seed. The District 7-3A softball race is heating up. Welcome back on the High School Playbook as we're joined now by head coach Jordan Webb of the Cookville softball program. Coach, the last time we talked was about three weeks ago at the end of March. Since then, just kind of take me through. How has the team performed? Have they kind of progressed like you had hoped? Well, we went through a phase uh, right around where last we talked, where we were struggling some. We were uh, facing some good teams. We weren't playing very well at all, especially on the defensive side, and our bats were kind of hit or miss. Um, since then, within the last week, we've started to play a lot better. Uh, our defense has steadily improved. Our pitching has gotten uh, better each and every game, and then our hitting has, has come alive at times, and at times it's been a little bit quiet, but that's pretty pretty typical of swinging the bats. I know I saw you guys beat Saudi Daisy this past weekend in a tournament, and you guys played some really good teams in that weekend tournament as well. Just kind of take me through that competition that you guys are trying to put up against these younger this younger team and what you try to hope it accomplishes in the end of the season, but by next season as well. Yeah, that tournament was again another tough a tough uh, matchups of teams for us, and every tournament we've played this year have been extremely difficult. Um, we played really well over the course of the weekend, beating Ottawa and then losing a close one to Silverdale. Um, and then we played Knox Gibbs, and uh, they're top of, I think, 3A this year. So, you know, some tough matchups. And then we faced Saudi Daisy in the elimination game and beat them, uh, I want to say, 4-3 to three and played really, really well. You know, the entire weekend we played good. And like I was just saying, we... We've played much better defense. We've pitched a little sharper, and then our bats got some timely hitting, especially in the uh, in the Saudi Daisy game. Came out really hot and put four runs up in the top of the first on I think four hits, and uh, you know really really looked good. Playing these tournaments that are tougher this year was was definitely kind of on the radar for me to just get our young girls facing some competition. Um, that's the best around so that they know where they need to go and what, you know, the type of play they need to, to face and, and be able to compete with if we want to be a, a good quality team in the future. Um, you know, and obviously we've, we've taken our lumps and we've, we've lost a fair amount of games, but at the same time, we're, we're seeing these top quality teams. And, and I think that now they're starting to see what it's going to take in order to compete with these teams and beat these teams in the future. Well, Coach, too, and to your point there, you're playing all these quality teams, and you're not losing by a lot. A lot of these games are close, and you had kind of mentioned that that weekend tournament where there were a couple of close games in there. So the girls kind of staying strong, and then you go into district play. It doesn't get any easier. To kind of take me through that, this new district this year. We kind of talked about it last time, but you didn't know a lot about those teams. Now you've seen a few of those teams. How good is this new district that you guys are in? Yeah, this new district is very, very challenging, very tough teams. Um, you know, Lebanon is strong, and, and they've uh, they beat us in a close one. Green Hill's very talented, got some girls that can that can hit the long ball especially. And then Wilson Central, we faced them three times this year, twice in district play and once in a tournament. And, um, you know, they've got a Division One committed pitcher, and uh, that's who we faced last night. And, you know, she struck out 14 of our hitters. And so these teams are our top quality teams, um, you know, and, and we've been playing pretty well at times and, and sometimes obviously not quite as well as we'd like. But, 
you know, even last night's six nothing loss, it was it was a close ball game for a few innings and you know, maybe a couple timely hits our way or we make a couple more plays in the field or stop them from maybe coming up with a run or two and instead of it being, you know, at at the time four nothing, maybe it's a three one game. So, you know, we're a lot closer at times than what the scoreboard shows. Um, you know, but we still we still have a lot of improvements to make and, and we need to continue getting better, you know, if we want to come out on top against these teams because they're they're really really good and and obviously our record reflects that 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 we're facing some tough quality opponents. We're talking with head coach Jordan Webb of the Cookville softball program right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, the last time I asked you who was playing well, this time I want to ask you who has really progressed since the start of the season. I know you got a lot of young players, but who has really taken a step forward as this season has gone on? Um, the top of our order has has steadily been contributing, um, especially freshman Katie Presley. She has come on swinging the bats the last couple weeks and steadily improved in the field as well. Early on, you know, she'd made a couple mistakes in the outfield, um, you know, letting a few balls get by her or, or not making the play that she could have made being a little bit timid maybe. Um, and kind of same thing at the plate. She was a little bit, uh, you know, swinging at some bad pitches, maybe a little over-aggressive early in the year. And now she's made some adjustments, especially for a ninth-grade player. And um, I want to say she's leading our team in hits and leading our team in batting average currently. So um, she's really come on the last couple weeks. And then uh, Kylie Kleppen, who started the year catching for us, and then I I switched and, and moved her to third base, and she has really come on strong the last week and a half. Um, she hit two home runs in the weekend tournament at Saudi Daisy and uh, has been getting on base a lot more and putting the ball in play hard and coming up with some hits. And then over at third base, I mean, she's making everything that's hit her way and, and then some, you know, she's going out of her way to make some plays that, uh, you know, that to eat those up that maybe our shortstop doesn't need to make or, or help our pitchers out in those areas. So, you know, those two players in particular have – have really come on strong, you know, and then finally too, um, after I moved Kylie to third base, I started uh, a freshman behind the plate that had never caught before in Addie Womack. And she has, she has improved drastically behind the plate. Um, especially like I said, for never catching before. And now she's framing balls and blocking balls and, uh, doing everything she can to help our pitching staff behind the plate. So, you know, those three girls have come on really strong, and I've been impressed with their steady improvement over the last three, four weeks. That's head coach Jordan Webb with the Cookville softball program. They've got three more district games coming up next week. Coach, we appreciate the time. Good luck going into next week and the final weeks of the regular season. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Welcome back here on the High School Playbook as we're joined now by head coach Lee Bowles of the Clay County Baseball Program. Coach, you guys beat Pickett County 11-0, 12-1, your last two uh, district games, both of them by mercy rule. You finish district play 6-2, and two, you wrap up that number two seed, so you'll host the district tournament. Was that a goal coming into this season? Oh, yes, it was a goal. You know, uh, very, very proud of the guys for doing what they've done and uh, very proud of the guys for this week. They had uh, two good games, Tuesday night and Wednesday night. You know, great job on the mound by Jeff. Uh, Tuesday night, I believe he had 13 strikeouts. I think uh, Ethan followed him up on Wednesday night with 10 strikeouts. 
But Tuesday night we really hit the ball solid. Tuesday was a uh, I was I was very satisfied with the contact that we made on the ball. Overall, it was a uh, two great games for the guys. I know you had mentioned to me after the Clark Range game last week that you, you, before the game you said you wanted to see the team keep hitting the ball well. It seems like they've done that, but you also said after the game that you wanted to see them run the base paths a little better. It looked like in the last game against Pickett County, you had a, a good amount of walks, and then you had 10 stolen bases as well. Does it seem like they're running the base paths a little better now? Yeah, that, that was a big key emphasis for me. I was a runner back when I was in school, and I was really been targeting on the guys of seeing that better and on you know, jumping the ball better, running the bases more clean, focusing on how to run the bases. In the last couple of weeks, they've really started getting better on that, and it's that's coming around at the right time because when we do go into district tournament, that's energy running the bases is. So very proud of what they're doing. Now, Coach, obviously we had talked about in our first time here on the playbook where you ha- kind of had to deal with the basketball guys getting back into the swing of things, and that was kind of right when you guys were able to kind of make that turn and finally get into a groove. Now that they've gotten into a groove, how good have they been along with the rest of the team? Man, it's, it's, they've, they've been awesome, and the, the whole group has been awesome. It's a great group of guys, easy coach. You know, you have a lot of fun coaching these guys. You know, don't, I'm, I mean, you understand that they're young, they're make, they will make mistakes. You've got to try to correct that as they go. But for the most part, these guys are doing what they're asked to do day in, day out. They're showing up on the practices. There's no complaints. They're getting the job done. They work hard for you, and uh, they produce. That's what they do. Coach, I want to talk about the last four district games. You play Clark Range twice. You have White County sandwiched in between, and then you have Pickett County twice. Before those Clark Range games, you guys were kind of right in the middle of the pack behind Gordonsville, but with Clark Range and with Pickett County. What was kind of the message before those games, before that slate of games, that you told the team and said, hey, this is what we got, this is what we're going to do? Well, I told the guys beginning of the year, I had, you know, I had an idea of what they could accomplish, and so far they are accomplishing it, but, uh, I want them to accomplish more than my goals, you know. So each day, you know, there's a, there's a process. You know, Tuesday night was step one of the process. Last night was step two of the process. Hey, we've got step three of the process coming up tonight. They know the job. They got to do their job. Focus on the fundamentals. Keep everything in front of them. Keep it simple. Keep it clean, and try to come up with a win at the end of the day. We're talking with head coach Lee Bulls of the Clay County Baseball Program right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, in the, in the five wins since losing to Gordonsville, you guys got beat 13-0 to to Gordonsville and really turned it around after that with the wins against Clark Range, White County, and Pickett County. Uh, did that kind of light a fire under themselves? And, and kind of going off of that, how good has the pitching been in those games? It, it did light a fire. I mean, the guys, you know, that, that Gordonsville loss was not our team. They, I don't know. You know, it's hard coming on this side as a coach to explain, but that was a, that was a bad night for them. In the game of ball, sometimes, you know, you're going to have good nights and bad nights. That was a bad night for them. That is not our team. Uh, they're way better than that right there. What the, you know, the final score of that ball game is not them. And what they done is they took that. They took that to heart. They're like, you know, we, we know we're better than this. And they've proved it ever since then. You know, they've had five straight wins. And they don't want to lose. That's the thing about these kids. They're competitors. They want to win. They want to give you what they got, and that's what they're doing. You guys finish up district play six and two, cement yourselves in that two spot to host the district tournament, but still a lot of baseball left in the closing weeks of the regular season. What's something you guys are working on and focusing on in practice that you want to see get better in games before the end of the regular season? Man, to me, it's just the, the, the IQ of the game. That's what I want to see. It's just, go, you know, I want to see us keep, you know, just getting better on the IQ of the game keep, and try to keep everything fundamentally simple as you can do it. 
You know, limit the mistakes. Limit mistakes. That's the key. You know, hustle plays are great, but making routine, if you make a routine a mistake, then that's, you know, that's, I don't want to see that. Make the routine plays. You know, if you laid out diving for a ball, you don't get it. Hey, that's hustle play. I love them kind of plays. And if you, if you don't get it, you don't get it, but get up, get the ball in, whatever. But limit mistakes, do the job, run the bases correct, hit the ball solid, and keep the pitching correct like what they're doing. And, hey, they've got a great opportunity of going very far. Coach, you've got some three really good hitters, and the team in general hitting really well. But at the top, you have three guys hitting over 400 on the season now with Sawyer Kerr at over 600, Alec and Jeff Spivey then behind him hitting right above 400. Have you had a team like this and a top three guys that are just really seeing the ball well before? No, I haven't. This year, these guys are really, they're, they're hitting the ball good. And the thing about this group, old too, is the nine, there's nine kids in the lineup that can do the same thing. And I really think just with the games being played, you know, this four games this week is going to help us because it's just more plate time for the guys. More plate time that they see, you know, it's, it's going to make them better. But no, they are, they're doing a phenomenal job. And that's like, I go back, really go back to the Tuesday night game at Pickett. Our guys was hitting the ball solid. I know you had us, you know, you was up there with me at Clark Range. They hit the ball good that night, and that's what they're doing here lately. They're turning, they're they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. I know they could do it. Now they've got confidence in themselves, and they're doing it out there on the field. Coach, one thing I noticed in that Clark Range game that I got to do, Grant Strong you have in that nine hole, and multiple times throughout that game, he either drew a walk or he got on base. How important is it that to have those eight, nine guys to turn the lineup back over to where you have Alec Kerr at the top who gets on base quite a bit? And that's, that right there will change a game. That changes a game huge because when you play teams and they got to worry about all nine batters, the philosophy of the game will change. And that and that's what we've got. You know, we've got nine guys in the rotation there that can get on base, get around and score. It keeps other teams off balance, and that's what I want. Head coach Lee Bowles with the Clay County baseball program right here on the high school playbook. Coach, we appreciate it. As always, good luck going forward in the season. Hey, thank you, Jacob. You guys do a great job. Hope to speak to you soon. Welcome back here on the High School Playbook. We're joined now by head coach Danny Fish of the DeKalb County Softball Program. Coach, 6-2 and two here in April. Fell to Upperman the other night in district play. But just kind of take me through how the girls are playing right now. Uh, which, you know, we're playing pretty decent. Um, you know, we, we went 2-1 and three, or two and one this week, you know, getting two big district wins. Uh, you know, lost on the road at Upperman, but... Uh, it was a very good game, very close. Uh, both teams very uh, close to one another, and, you know, they got a couple more hits than we did. That's how that game uh, rolled out. You know, Dustin Williams and those guys over there, they do a great job, and, you know, they're defending district champs. So um, to go in to their house and, uh, you know, 0-0 game going in the bottom of the sixth, uh, you know, we can take that away from that game for us. Uh, you know, we had some opportunities to execute and, they were just a little bit better executing what they needed to do than we were that night. That's a, it kind of looked like there might have been a, maybe a costly error or two maybe in the bottom of the six. That was kind of the difference in that ball yeah. game. Obviously, the yeah, pitchers well, on the mound I mean, did a good you know, job. We got two outs and, uh, you know, in the bottom of the six. You know, we kick a ball at third base and uh, uh, play generally that we make. And, uh, you know, that kind of leads into, you know, the Cobb, you know, button for a hit and, you know, it's a bang-bang play, and, it, you know, that kind of goes in their favor. And then, you know, we miss a pitch on the McElhaney kid that was supposed to be in a different location. And 
she bloops it in and uh you know that that kind of broke the ice I, I felt like and uh, i'm sure coach williams felt like also because you know dustin and i you know we've been around a long time in the district together we both of us felt like whoever was going to score first probably had the upper hand on the game because that's just the way the game was being played and the flow of the game but uh you know they still have to come down here next week, and, uh, you know, we're all kind of, you know, battling for second, third, and fourth right there between us and Upperman and, uh, you know, Macon. I think White is in first, and they kind of got the upper hand right now. Well, Coach, that leads me right into this one. You you bounce back well against Cumberland County, and then uh, so you move to 6-2, and two, and you just mentioned the other two teams with Macon County and Upperman. You guys all kind of bunched up and fighting for that two seed. Can you remember a time where – just fighting for one spot was this competitive with three different teams? I know. I mean, you know, probably, you know, maybe back to 2014, um, you know, when us and Upperman was pretty solid. And, you know, Macon had just come over into the district and they were pretty good. And that was the year that – I think that was the year that we sent, you know, DeCab and Livingston to the state tournament. Um, so it's been quite a few years, but, I mean – our top four teams in the district between us and Macon and Upperman and uh, White, you know, we all play very competitive tournaments on the weekends, so we're always trying to, you know, push the envelope, which, you know, we have to, you know, most of us have, uh, you know, except for White, they've played 3A, you know, most of us is a bump up, um, you know, you know, a level, so, um, you know, we have to go cross regions with, you know, historic, you know, softball, a tradition like Saudi Daisy and uh, East Hamilton is very well coached over there for uh, that sectional. But, you know, our regional is, you know, Telehoma and Lincoln and, you know, those guys over there. So, um, you know, it's good that we play in a, you know, competitive district. You know, hopefully that'll prepare whatever two teams comes out for the postseason. And, you know, if you're in it, you're hoping that your district teams are rooting for you. And uh, um, hopefully, you know, you play competitive enough softball to, you know, hopefully make it to Murfreesboro. We're talking with head coach Danny Fish of the DeKalb County Softball Program right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, just a few games left in that district play. You mentioned you get Upperman next week at home. You get Macon County twice as well. So the the ball is really in your guys' hands to try to take that two seed. What's the focus in practice as you get ready for next week? Uh, just, you know, we just control our own destiny. You know, I mean, control the controllables and control your own destiny and, you know, just do what you're supposed to do and uh, stay within yourself and be confident. I mean, next week will be a huge week for us. We've kind of got hit by the rain bug more than uh, everybody else. I know that, you know, we play at Livingston on Monday and then we're at home on Tuesday versus Upperman and then at Mate or making, you know, Thursday at home. And then we're going to Farragut this weekend, this next weekend. And, you know, got four or five games up there. You know, Farragut won a triple A state last year. So that'll be a highly competitive tournament. And then, you know, another rainout game on Monday with uh, with Macon at Macon and, uh, you know, Cookville on Tuesday. So, I mean, we're going to play about 10, 12 games here in about, you know, eight days starting, starting eight or nine days starting on Monday. So, um, still a lot of softball to be played for us. Um, you know, I like our team and the depth of our team. I, if we weren't very deep, I'd feel, uh, you know, pretty um, – uneasy about going into next week but it'll be a great week of softball and uh hopefully we can finish up where uh where we want to coach who has progressed well over the season i know last time we asked i asked who had been playing well but who has maybe started the season that you didn't quite expect to be at the point where they are now that have just really turned it on 
Um, you know, we got some we got some players that are playing well for us. I mean, you know, of course, J.C. Hatfield and, uh, you know, Corey Kilgore is our freshman pitcher who really came on. I mean, she didn't have a great stuff at, at Upperman, but she was locked out, you know, the week before when we played at, at White County. Um, Bryna Pelham, she's a freshman, too. Uh, she hits in the five-hole for us and plays second base. And she's really, really turned into a really good hitter and, uh, you know, we just got some rising stars. I mean, you know, we only have two seniors on this team and, uh, you know, more juniors and sophomores and freshmen than anything. So, I mean, this team is kind of, you know, the pitching's real young and positional players are real young. So this team's built to, you know, be good here for the next couple of years. So I'm hoping that we can just, can, you know, continue the process and focus on what we need to do day to day and what's in front of us. And uh, hopefully we can, uh, like I said, you know, be in the play for a district championship at the end of the year. Head coach Danny Fish with the DeKalb County Softball Program right here on the High School Playbook. Coach, we appreciate the time. Good luck going forward with uh, quite a few games left in the season for you. Yeah, I appreciate you guys. Thank you for the coverage. Welcome back here on the High School Playbook. We're joined now by head coach Adam Bowden of the York Institute Baseball Program. Coach, you finished second. Well, at least we think you finished second in district play, 5-3, and three, tied with Monterey, but you have the tiebreaker against Monterey, beating them twice in district play. How important was it to secure that two-seed going into the district tournament once that time comes around? It was It was very important. You know, I told our guys, we – we started off the season losing two district games uh, to Sequatchie County, and uh, you know we—I I was proud of how we came back. You know, we finished finished a run of five and one. We lost to Bledsoe County on uh, on Tuesday down there, and we played a, a close ball game. We just we we didn't make plays when we needed to, but uh, you know we 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 definitely did not want to finish. Uh, finished the the district the way we started it, and and we played a lot better, and we kind of got things under control, and uh, we we had some big wins this year against some some really good district uh, opponents. Coach, do you feel like this team is playing their best baseball, or do you still think there's some room to improve? I, I don't think we're playing. I still don't think we're playing up to our potential. Uh, there's there's times where we look like we you know we've got things figured out. Um, we've got to be more consistent. In the field, I, I feel like our pitching has been has been really good this year, um, but our offense is is we are it's probably the most streaky team I think I've had. There's there's times when we go the first four or five innings we score one run, and then we have we've had a big inning offensively in just about every game that we have won as far as in the district goes. So you know I've told our guys, you know, hits hits are like errors. Okay, errors are they're contagious. When you make one error, it kind of leads to another. It's just the same thing with hit. When we string hits together, you know, we're pretty good. But uh, I still don't think we're playing all the way up to our potential. Um, I, I told we've got it. We started off the season. It was, it was rough. Um, and I think we started kind of doubting ourselves a little bit. I said, look, we just need to be playing our best baseball at the end of April, going into uh, the first week of May and playing in the district tournament. We need to be playing a lot better. So we just got to get better every game. Kind of take me through practice and how you go about trying to manufacture those hits and trying to string them together, or is it more of something that they kind of just have to figure out in the game and try to keep on doing that consistently? I think it's one of the it's a situational type thing. You know, if you've got, uh, say, you know, we we played with a lot of young guys this week because uh, our seniors are took they're on senior trips to, to Washington D.C. 
so we had a lot of a lot of young guys playing last night and uh you know i was trying to tell them you know we got a runner on third base and we got one out all it takes is a ground ball to the right side uh you know don't try to do too much with it you know take what they're going to give us so i think it's more situational type stuff uh knowing what we need to get that run across um you know just fly balls and stuff like that you know we can the worst thing you can do when we've got a runner on second and third with one out is to strike out you know put the ball in play and make things happen and i don't know it's like our uh sometimes our inexperience kind of comes through and we maybe panic a little bit instead of just relaxing and, and finding a way to manufacture that run we're talking with head coach Adam Bowden of the York Institute baseball program right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, you kind of mentioned those young guys getting a lot of playing time this week with the seniors being gone this week. Who are some guys that have really progressed as the season has gone on this year? You know, I, I've been uh, – on Monday, uh, I pitched a sophomore, Eli Garrett, and he pitched uh, – he threw six innings, did a great job. Uh, he's a sophomore, and then Cade Stover came in. He's a junior. He ended up coming in and closing it. And uh, I pitched another sophomore on Tuesday, and his name's Alex Waters. And Alex did a, a fantastic job. Uh, he threw six uh, six innings, you know, seventy two pitches. So we had a lot of really efficient innings. We just, you know, left too many runners on base. Um, we've had a lot of other guys come in. Uh, like I said, sophomores. Uh, Lee Turns came in, hit a home run on Monday, a huge three-run homer uh, when the game was tied. Um, Andrew Hall came in; he's played a lot of he uh, played defense. He played great last night in center field. Um, you know, we've got other guys that are Ethan Haley, you know, a sophomore, um, and basically we had three juniors starting last night, and the rest were sophomores and freshmen. Um, Tanner Talent and Blake Garrett both came in as freshmen this year, and they're doing a great job. Coach, just a few games left in the schedule coming up next week, and then uh, only two games left in the regular, two weeks left in the regular season, I should say. What's something you guys are really focusing on that you want to see get better before the district tournament rolls around? I just want to see us, you know, not. We, we had like, there was two games or two innings last night against Livingston. You know, Livingston's good, uh, and they're not in our district, but, you know, York, that's, York always plays Livingston, and, uh, there was a couple of innings, and their guy did a great job last night throwing strikes. We, you know, we had he threw seven pitches one inning. We've we've got to work deeper counts than that. Um, as far as routine plays in the field, we uh, we've got to make the routine plays. I tell them I preach that every every day. Make the routine plays and make some of the plays that we shouldn't be making. Um, so defensively, we got to get more sound, and we have gotten you know step by step we've gotten better, but. Uh, if, I feel like with our pitch and we score five, six runs, we've got a good chance. So we've just got to find ways not to give these these good teams that we're play, we're going to be playing in the district, can't give them extra outs because that's going to come back and bite us. Head Coach Adam Bowden with the York Institute Baseball Program right here on the High School Playbook. Coach, we appreciate the time as always. Good luck going forward in the rest of the regular season. Thank you. Welcome back here on the High School Playbook. We're joined now by head coach Jerry Roberts of the White County Softball Program. Coach, you guys have won five games in a row to get to 20 wins on the season. What is working so well for the girls right now? Uh, I believe our, um, just not believe, but uh, Addie Abel, I mean, she is just, um, you know, again, she is just a workhorse, uh, somebody that's been uh, strong all year. Uh, we put her on the mound and 
we give her a couple runs, and she really um, she really shuts down opponents. Coach, 9-1 and one in district play, and this obviously is a really good district this year, the lone loss to a really good DeKalb County team. How impressive is kind of your district run this year in your mind that these girls are playing so well against some really, really good opponents? You know, we're really, um, you know, we, other some, some of us and other coaches in the district have talked about how competitive this district is this year. Uh, one through four is just, you know, it's it's tough. You know, going in, you know, having, you know, six games against a opponent of DeKalb, Upperman, and Macon, uh, that's uh, that that will help whoever I hope whoever makes it to the to the next region to the next level will help them. Um, hoping one of us will be us, <laughs> um, but I think it's really helpful us playing those teams. Uh, you know, six day in and day out, um, not out as um well has helped us and this and, and like I said this district has really um is really competitive um one through four. And That's I right. you know it, it it's gonna be a, it's gonna be sad too that you know only two teams will be able to go to the region tournament because I believe that all four um of the top four in this district could make some noise in the region as well. That's why I've talked with both uh, both Coach Williams and Coach Fish here on the playbook this week and, and kind of talking about the same thing that you had talked about, just so competitive one through four. The differences with you guys, you guys have that one seed pretty much wrapped up. Of course, there's still a few games left, but then those three are kind of fighting for that two seed. How important is it to have those one or two seeds as you get into this district tournament? Well, having the one seed is really important. You know, we voted on having the um... – number one seed gets to host the district. So, you know, we don't – bearing that uh, we take care of business our last two games, um, you know, we will host the district tournament, and we don't, we don't have to travel. We get to play on our home, on our home field uh, with our home uh, fans and crowd behind us. So that's just a uh, – you know, that's a, that's a big momentum uh, help, you know, to go into the – to the district tournament. We're talking with head coach Jerry Roberts of the White County Softball Program right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, the last time we talked, you had mentioned to me kind of the motto for the team this season just as as one more, as one more game. You guys got to the sectional game last year and then didn't make it to state. Have the girls really bought into that motto to try to get back to that sectional game and then finally make it to state this year? Absolutely. I think that, um, you know, that's like I said, that's been our motto all, all year. Um, and that they have really taken into that uh, concept of they they want to win one more. They feel like you know um, we were good enough to go to state last year. Ran into a good Seagull team. Our hats off to them. Um, but we feel like this year a little bit different. Um, but yeah, I mean they have bought into it and they realize that um, that this year is is is, is good. Coach, obviously a lot of good players on your team. You mentioned Addie Abel already, but who has maybe progressed throughout the season that you didn't expect to at the start of the season to be as good as they are now? Well, you know, of course, Kadra Parker, um, South, Carolina, South Carolina signee, she is, um, you know, she's, she's lead, she, leads, um, she leads our team in hitting. Uh, she leads, um, just, she's kind of the motor behind our, our hitting. We feel like if she gets going, um, 
we, we kind of build off her um, success and her hit. And uh, one player that's really stepped up is Maddie Russ. You know, she has come in and um, as a freshman and and uh, really started hitting the ball very well. And someone that um, you know we can see for four for four more years or three more years being very successful here at White County. Coach, you guys are sitting in a pretty comfortable spot right now and, and most likely going to get the one seed in that district tournament. Still a few games left, like we had mentioned, so if you take care of business, you'll have that one seed. But what is the focus in practice as you get ready for the final two weeks of the regular season? You know, just keeping just keeping everybody motivated, keeping everybody um, looking forward, you know, not sleeping on anybody, you know, staying focused. You know, that's one thing we talked about last night, you know, with Stone coming in. You know, we talked about not losing focus, not losing, not losing where we're at, and um, you know, it really showed last night that they come out and performed very well. But in practice, you know, we're, we're you know, we, we keep a tight ship. We run practice, um, you know, but I'm ha- I'm letting the girls have fun a little bit too, you know, because this time of year it gets into it gets into a grind. You know, we've been at it for February and practice and workouts and so it, it's you know also you need to have a little fun while we're while we're don't going through the last few days of practice and games that's head coach jerry roberts with the white county softball program right here on the high school playbook coach we appreciate the time good luck going forward in the rest of the season we appreciate it. Thank you. Welcome back here on the High School Playbook. We're joined now by Head Coach Philip King of the Warren County Baseball Program. Coach, 13-10, and 5-5 five and five in district play. You fall on your last two to Coffee County and Marshall County. Kind of take me through those last couple of games. What's maybe been the Achilles heel? Two very close losses, but two very good teams. Well, yeah, they're both really good teams. Coffee is, is very athletic. Uh, Marshall County always has had, you know, they've had a great program. They've been pumping out college players for, for a long time, but you know, when you look at the, you know, we beat Coffee at Coffee on Monday night, and I threw my my ace Lane Roberts threw a great game. He threw two hitter, twelve strikeouts, and you know, so you take the first game of a two game series and you feel pretty good about it, and then we turn around and we play the second game here. You know, so home field advantage really, you know, how that goes. It, sometimes it matters, sometimes it doesn't. But uh, it, you know, if there's an Achilles heel, his name, his last name is Robertson because that kid for Coffee County is pretty good, and, and he's actually stuck it to us. The, the, the two times we've lost coffee, it's been that guy, and we haven't done a, we haven't really done a very good job at played against him. Um, you know, I think it was a mirror image. I think he we may have had two hits, and he may have had something like 12 strikeouts. So it was a flip-flop from one night to the next. Coach, uh, the District 6-4A race is a, a really fun one, really. You guys sitting at 5-5 five and five right now. Coffee County, which you guys just played this week, 6-4. and four, And then Franklin County, which you'll see next week at 7-3. and three. Your final two games against that Franklin County team. Would you prefer it to kind of be that way, where it's in your own hands to, to kind of see what happens? Well, you know, you're, yes, you, you would. In fact, that's what I told our kids the other night. You know, when... When we went through the first set, you know, we lost the first the first game of the district of the year district wise to Shelbyville in a game that I felt like, you know, we had control of for most of the game. We're up five to three going into the top of the seventh. It's a home game, you know, and just we got some we got some tough breaks. We got a couple calls that I really felt like didn't go our way that could have ended the game. And, you know, it is what it is. So you know, we didn't take care of of, of Shelbyville the first time around by sweeping them. And, you know, halfway through, my kids, you know, we split with coffee. We got swept by Franklin County, and that was not a good set for us. That 
at that time because we came out really flat in the first game against Frank Kenny at home and then went over there and really competed against his number one, the kid that's going to play uh, play at Columbia State. And, you know, so you kind of look at it like one half of the season, you turn around and start the second half. Well, second half, we, we played really good against Shelbyville. We swept them, and it was both run rule games, win the first game against Coffee. And I told kids, I said, you know, you're looking at the potential of, you know, winning these last three games in a row, it's in our hands. And, you know, you're, you're, you're going to be district champions if you do that. And, of course, you know – you can say all you want to say, but then when you see a kid who sticks it to you. So, but what's cool about it is, you know, it comes down to the last week of district, and there's not a clear-cut champ yet. It's still sitting out there for, for somebody to take. If Franklin County sweeps us, they're going to be the champs. If we are able to beat them one of the two games or both games and something happens between Coffee and Chevyville, then we still got a chance to at least tie for it. You know, Coffee could win it by sweeping Shelbyville, but you know, it's it's baseball. Anything can happen. That's what makes it so much fun. We're talking with head coach Philip King of the Warren County Baseball Program right here on the High School Playbook, presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, this weekend uh, you guys are playing in a memorial tournament. Kind of take me through what that is and, and who it's for. It's called the Crescent Hancher Memorial Tournament, and it's put on by Coffee County. Crescent Hancher was a student at Coffee County High School that I coached when he was a freshman back in the early 2000s. And then my assistant coach, who then went on to become the Coffee County coach for quite a while and had a great amount of success, Chase Jones, his team, he's, he coaches Shelbyville. And so for years, what we've tried to do, you know, and when Chase was there and the, the few other head coaches at Coffee have always tried to keep something going. His dad, Scotty Hancher, is a great man. And it was devastating to lose his child. And Scotty's done everything he can over the course of the years to keep his you know, child's memory alive. And they, they have an indoor facility there at Coffee that both the girls, the softball team and the baseball team share. They've just erected this really nice, um, like scrolling marquee sign, digital scoreboard type of thing that's, you know, the entryway and it's in his name. And so the proceeds from this tournament and, and, you know, gate concessions, that kind of stuff have always gone to that kind of that foundation in a way to keep furthering that. So, you know, we're proud to play in it. And so it's a, we played at Coffee last night against Marshall County, and then we host games here at our place because we're only 20 minutes down the road from Manchester. And so we play Lincoln County tonight and Moore County tomorrow. Coach, what is it like for you? And I know you've talked about how all the coaches pretty much in this district are very familiar with each other. You just mentioned how you've coached at a couple of the schools in this district. Does that almost make it more fun, maybe more competitive, that the, the coaches really know each other and know the schools well? Yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, it's it's kind of neat because here I'll say this, and I want to I want to make sure I say it the right way because I'm 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 older and somebody might take this the wrong way. I enjoy coaching against people that I respect, people that have been doing it a while that understand the game, understand how to respect the game. The the whole concept of you know I you know if I'm going to get beat, I'd prefer to get beat by somebody who does it the right way as opposed to somebody that's out there that's like some of these things that you are seeing on you know, the social media type stuff today, the way people are acting, you know. I mean, that's why last year I think we talked. I, I've got a great amount of respect for Butch at Cookville because I've known him forever and he does it the right way, you know. And see, Mike Crossan, who's at Frank County, he was the longtime Fall State baseball coach. And so when I was at Franklin County, which was his alma mater, you know, we, I had a pipeline going. He'd recruit a lot of the kids that we had because he was familiar with the area. And, uh, of course, Chase Jones, like I mentioned a minute ago, you know, he was my assistant. And in 2000, and so we've been, we've been not only friends, but also, 
you know, we've coached together and coached against each other. And, you know, like I, I'll, I'll honestly say this, when we run ruled them last week, those two times, and it, you know, it got away from them. I hate to beat Chase like that. I would rather it be somebody else. Now I'm going to do what, what I got to do for my team to win games and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, you don't, you don't ever want to be disrespectful to the game. You don't ever want to be disrespectful to the opponent. And that's one of the cool things about having known Mike and, and Chase for a long time, and that's Franklin County and Shelbyville, respectively. All kinds of connections in District 6-4A down south. That's head coach Philip King with the Warren County Pioneers baseball program right here on the High School Playbook. Coach, we appreciate the time as always. Good luck going forward in the season. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Appreciate you having me. We'll go back on the High School Playbook. We're joined now by head coach Dustin Williams of the Upperman Softball Program. Coach, four games this week, three district wins already in the week, six and three in district play. So a good spot for you to shoot for that two seed. How big was this week for your team? Oh, it was um, it was bigger than what a lot of people realize, Jacob. Uh, we come off of a really tough week where we um, – you know, we, we take a one nothing loss to White last week and a 3-1 loss to Macon County, two of the better teams in our district, um, and, and had a really tough weekend at Saudi Daisy with some really tough competition. We got a, a walk-off loss, and we lost an extra innings. And just a, um, it was really good to see our team respond because we lost five games last week. We've lost seven games this season, and we lost five of them last week. So it was it was a challenge, and I, I – encouraged the girls when they showed back up on Monday, which ended up getting rained out, and, and when they show back up on Tuesday, just to come with a refocused attitude, a refocused effort, and um, just a little parable we always talk about. We, we try to show up and push the rock every single day. So we got a new rock to push every day, and, and they've done a really good job um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, getting back to their basics and fundamentals and pushing that rock. Yeah, three district wins in those games, and it started off putting up 29 runs against Cumberland County on that Tuesday game. It seemed like they were able to bounce back kind of after those losses. How do you think those losses may have helped them, may have motivated them for this week? Well, we don't look at them, Jake, as losses. We look at them as, as learning experiences. So you, you don't win and lose, you win and learn. So we done a lot of learning <laughs> last week, and um, you know, we're, we're really close. We have a lot of seasoned players on our team that's played in um, a district championship, a region championship, a sub-state appearance. So they, they're used to being in big games, and they're used to gritting and grinding tough games out. And um, we're, we're getting better. You know, we're moving some pieces to the puzzle around that hopefully are going to help our program um, continue to grow. And that's the fun part about this business is that it's not a, it's not a science. It's all art. It's not black and white. It's gray. So we we are trying to find those gray areas right now and, and find out what our best team nucleus is and, and just really proud of our girls to being optimistic and showing back up and, and working really, really hard towards our goals. Coach, I want to go back to that DeKalb County win this week. Obviously a huge one in terms of district play. You guys win it 3-0, to zero, but it didn't happen until late. How impressive was it that you guys were able to take advantage of an error and just manufacture some runs against a really good pitcher in Cora Kilgore? <laughs> well, I don't know if you should be asking me that question. Ask me why the heck couldn't you score in the fourth and fifth innings with the bases loaded? <laughs> so, I, uh, you know, we'll, we'll take the good with the bad. I've learned in this game, you've got to focus on one run at a time. And, you know, going back to our losses this year, seven losses, every loss by three runs or less, four losses by one run, two by two runs, and one by three runs. So we've been in every single game, and I know our team. You know, the nights that you show up and you score 29 runs are, are – you know, the exceptions. That's not going to happen very 
very often. Um, so we know that every run counts and every run matters. So the fact that we were able to, you know, have some disappointment, obviously um, bases loaded in the fourth, one out, no runs. Bases loaded in the fifth, two outs, no runs. And then in the sixth, it's kind of ironic, we, we get it started with um, a hard-hit ground ball by Morgan Green with two outs. Their third baseman makes an error on the play. She's a really good softball player. It's just, you know, just one of those hustle-type plays. And then Jayla Cobb comes up behind Green and lays down a really sweet bunt. And then we get a single and then a, another single and another single, and it's contagious all of a sudden. So we went from, you know, deadlocked 0-0 zero, zero, to, you know, 3 nothing just like that, all started on a two-out, you know, gift i consider it because it was a you know it was a hard hit ball but it was a pretty routine play as well so just that's why they're out there kids kids playing the game we're talking with head coach dustin williams of the upperman softball program right here on the high school playbook presented by mountain barn builders coach obviously still some games left in district play you guys six and three all bunched up with macon county and dekalb county you get a face to cab county again and it seems like white county is in pretty good position for that one seed so they're probably going to be host the tournament but what do you want to see from your girls here in the final two weeks of the regular season uh we always talk about putting the season into phases phase one is march you know you're you're finding your team you've been practicing a lot and you're trying to find what your gel looks like. By April is phase two, and, and, and by April you want to be f- kind of figuring out where you're at and who's going to give you the most meaningful reps. You know, um, We're trying to really hone in and focus on our varsity, really hone in and focus on uh, the players that we foresee going to be playing those positions and, and giving them the quality reps that they need offensively and defensively. And then the third season, or the third phase of the season is May, and that's what we're shooting for. We want to be playing our best softball in phase three, not phase one or phase two, but by May, we better have it figured out or else <laughs> it's going to be uh, going to be time for Coach Hurst to go fish and I'll be on the golf course. <laughs> Coach, uh, I got to, I got a chance to do the game against Livingston the other night, and your guys win eleven to zero. I look over in the dugout and I see a stuffed pickle hanging up on the fence. You, you got to take me through that. What does that mean in the dugout? That that is Mister Pickle, and he is as much a part of the Upperman High School softball program as 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 me or Mel Pride or Mike Hurst or anybody is, you know, um, in our organization, but. Uh, last year, we were trying to find just an extrinsic motivator, just something goofy. I watch a lot of college softball. Most of your teams have something in the dugout. Um, our assistant coach, Miriam Nash, um, former college softball player, she mentioned having something in the dugout when they played. So I put Mel Pride, who, um, you know, last year was a junior force this year, obviously our starting third baseman, been a, just a you know, a stone for us uh, for four years now over there at third base. I said, I'm putting you in charge, Mel. You find something that can be our mascot. And lo and behold, she shows back up with a a freaking pickle, Mr. Pickle. So uh, we bring Mr. Pickle with us to every game. Um, You know, like I said, the players who play well get to take Mr. Pickle home. And it's just something fun. You, You know, you've seen teams with like home run necklaces and chains and whatever everybody has something different but that's kind of our little our little deal is uh mr pickle that's a pretty good one that's head coach dustin williams with the upperman softball program right here on the high school playbook coach we appreciate the time good luck going forward in the season hey jake thank you all for all that you do and the support for our program really appreciate it. it means a lot to us